love hitting the highway? It's time now for Road Trips Australia with the Dark. Broadcasting through Blue Collar Media in partnership with Top Parks. There's a Top Parks holiday for every family budget. Plus, become a Top Parks G'day Rewards member and save even more. Visit topparks.com.au. Yes, g'day and welcome to Road Trips Australia, our latest edition, an Aussie travel podcast produced by Blue Collar Media in partnership with Top Parks. Now, each week we go into detail of Australian road trips and the attractions along the way, the must-do stop-offs and tips and a whole lot of information as well. We'll also put the spotlight on caravan parks located either during the road trip or at the final destination. The facilities, the services you can expect, the accommodation options from caravan and camping sites to on-site cabins and a whole lot more. This week takes us down the Great Alpine Way from Wangaratta to Lake Entrance, an absolute cracker. We'll also take a look at a couple of caravan parks along the way thanks to Top Parks. Now you too can be a part of it. All you need to do is send us an email to do that. Go to bluecollarmedia.com.au and click on Email the Duck. Time to bring in my partner in crime, the great man who's done every road trip there is to do, Vic Widman. G'day. Oh, hey, g'day, Duck. Life is a highway, doesn't it? Just make you want to get out there and go for a drive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you might find there'll be some noises, Vic, where I am at the moment, because I'm actually outside and I'm broadcasting <laughs> out. Chook. We're actually doing this podcast. You're wherever you are, um, and I am out uh, in northwestern Queensland. How good is it? Mm-hmm. And I'm actually Life doing my own road. road. I'm doing Well, I'm doing my own road trip at the moment. And it's a pretty big one too. It's uh, through Queensland and I crawl through the Northern Territory and I'm in the middle of that. So over the next few weeks, I will be um, doing the podcast with you, as well as our radio program, um, on the side of the road. You've got to love that, Victor. Oh, it's unreal, mate. It really is. And that's, that's the whole essence of this program, isn't it? And, and, and uh, you know, just getting out there and travelling and driving and, uh, and, you know, life is a highway and definitely is for you at the moment and I, I, I know you're going to probably have a few galahs going past. I'm not mm. talking about the, <laughs> the feral kind, I'm well, talking about the bird kind. Well, I'm surprised you didn't uh, hear them. They're here now. I, I can hear them coming through. They're already there, the, I think. They're yeah. coming through yeah. the headset, so um, hopefully they'll make the tape <laughs> because it's very real and uh, we'll oh, make well, up and there'll be a little bit, bit of wind as well. It's getting a little bit, not windy here, but there's a bit of a breeze every now and again which affects us, but we are basically on a road trip ourselves at the moment. And uh, yeah, like I yeah. say, and, and sitting outside the the, uh, the beside the caravan park, basically in one of those um, you know those little spots where people just pull up and free camp. As you know, Vic, I'm pretty big on yeah. that. Anything free? Yeah, <laughs> anything that's free, you've got it, mate. Oh, <laughs> uh, mate, there is a, a, a bit of a spot not far from where we are. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, 100 k's or so, um, and yeah. in between between Cloncurry and Mount Isa. Where um, I think it's it's some sort of a dam, Clem. Clem uh, oh, mate. Yep. Clem Walt. Clem Gorilla Dam. Gorilla Dam. That's Gorilla it. Creek. Yeah, Clem. It's oh, named it's after some bloke who built. Have you been there? I've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Been there, camp there. It's a great little spot, mate. And you, you you should check it out if you get a time. Even go out there and camp out there. I think there's even phone service out there. You might be able to do your your, your radio show from out there. Yeah, but, yeah we'll, um, we'll have a look at that. It's a great spot. Yeah, yeah, no, we we'll certainly yeah. will have a look at that. And uh, apparently there's a stack of people out there now. As I turn that thing off, Vic, whatever that was. But there is <laughs> that a was stack, your... 
that was yours, mate. That was my, my, yeah, I don't need any messages. I've got no friends. My, yeah, I know. My <laughs> end, anyway. But we might go and have a look at that anyway. Apparently, there's a stack of people camped out there right now as we speak. So, uh, anyway, we'll suss yeah. that out. Mate, we're on a big road yeah. trip today, mate. Where are we off to? And um, where are we going from? Oh, mate, look, to be honest, this this is actually one of my favourite road trips. And, and, in fact, it might even be my most favourite road trip, uh, especially in a vehicle, especially in a car, I should say. Um, I've driven it a few times uh, in my little Mini Cooper S when I was when I had that. That's long gone now, but uh, it, it's an incredible driving uh, driver's road all the way from Wangaratta up over the Great Dividing Range up to Mount Hoffa, Hoffam Dinner Plain, and then winding all the way down to the lake's entrance. And they they call it the Great Alpine Way in Victoria, mate. Well, mate, that sounds fantastic. That is a crowd. This would what would be your favourite, you reckon, do you? Yeah, I think it is, mate. It's, uh, it, you know, in terms of, you know, just purely a, a, a sealed road driving trip, the, the beauty of it, the, the, the fantastic scenery, you climb right up to 1,800-plus metres up at Mount Hopham. There are some amazing lookouts, the, the sheer driving pleasure that you can get on a nice winding road. And, look, you know, I'm a... You know, I'm a bit of a motorsport fan, and, I'm, and we're not saying you should speed on the road, but you don't have to speed to enjoy you know, a nice car that handles well on a twisty mountain road. And I don't think there's any more twistier mountain roads than this great Alpine Way. Because, mm. um, I reckon you'd wear out the steering box almost on this road. Nah, it sounds like a cracker. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into it, mate. Where are we, that's where are we well, kicking off from? Yeah, look, you kick off from the, the beautiful little town of Wangaratta. That's, that's right in central Victoria. It's off the Hume Highway now, and and I, I was fortunate enough about 18 months ago to stop in Wangaratta and uh, overnight and uh, enjoy the, the town itself. It's a, it's actually really quite a nice town, quite well established town, and uh, got you know a huge array of caravan parks and motels and all that kind of accommodation that you that you would want for. Uh, fantastic eateries. We went to a beautiful restaurant in in town itself. Uh, but there's a you know huge selection of, of eateries all the way through from Macca's right up to five star type restaurants. So uh, it's in the heartland of uh, some of the wineries down there. In fact, the the road trip goes past Brown Brothers Winery, and uh, like I I don't know anything about alcohol as you know because I'm a I just stick to my lemonade and and, and my tea. But uh, I hear that Brown Brothers is a bit of a <laughs> it's a bit of, apparently it's pretty well up there with the uh, the wine lovers. Yeah, I'm not and a wine, I'm not a wine connoisseur either, but I certainly have heard of them. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're just out of town, just out of Wangaratta, so you can get any kind of great Australian uh, wine, you know, with your meal in in Wangaratta. Beautiful little main street. I, we we sat there in a cafe and you know made a cup of tea and a cream bun like I normally do, and uh, just watched the world go by. Um, but that's the kickoff point. It's about 330 k's long, although the way it winds around, I reckon it's almost twice as long as that um, because of the, the winding nature and climbing up and over the mountains. So you, you head east towards the, the fantastic town of Bright, and on the way out there, as I say, you can visit the Brown Brothers Winery. That's just off the off the main road, off the, the Great Alpine Way, just out of Wangaratta. Um, or you can go a little bit north and go through the historic town of Beechworth, and, mate, that's another beautiful town to visit, Little Beechworth. Um, almost, I think, it's a National Trust-type town now. It's got all these buildings that date back to the 1850s. In fact, it's where they, they, they tried and, and got rid of poor old Ned Kelly. 
because you know he was he was roaming around the countryside around Dungowan, Glen Rowan, Glen Rowan. I've got to get the name right. Just north of Wangaratta. Anyway, he got caught out out near um, Beechworth, and they got tried in the jail there, and you know locked away for a, a while and hung <laughs> hung out to dry, as they do. Um, but the the town itself is great. Another great bakery, mate. I should do a bakery mm, too. I know you should do uh, a bakery crawl. Everybody <laughs> else does pub crawls. <laughs> But I think we should have Vic Woodman's Great Cake Shop Crawl. Oh, yes, mate. I, I know quite a few of them. I know delicious. you do. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. Any northwestern the Queensland... I've got your size when you think about it. Mm, oh, no, I don't know where it goes, to be honest. But anyway, keep going. <laughs> anyway, look, so Beachweaver is a nice little diversion. It's only 20k off the, the Great Alpine Way. Uh, beautiful drive all the way into, into Bright. You go through the lovely little town of Myrtleford. Another great little spot. Again, lots of different styles of accommodation that you can stay in there, Airbnbs and hotels, motels, caravan parks at Myrtleford. You follow the Ovens River along that beautiful valley. And um, that, that used to be a big tobacco growing area. And in fact, when you, you go along there, you see a lot of these really odd shaped buildings, which were in fact the drying sheds for the tobacco. So they're long, sorry, they're, they're tall um uh, tall type structures, two stories type high, and very narrow um, and upright. So you think, you know, what's a weird building? What's that? But that's where they dry the tobacco leaves. Mm. They don't grow so much tobacco down in that valley now. They do a lot of other, um, a lot of other, um, you know, vegetables and and stone fruits and things like that. Right? If you're into your, oh, no, it's a silly thing to say. I was going to say if you're into your bicycle riding, but mm. I know you wouldn't be. Uh, God forbid if you ever bought a bike, mate. But anyway. Um, I feel very sorry for the bike. The um, there's a great bike ride all along the edge of the road, all the way to Bright. So they've put this, you know, bike path that follows the old railway line that used to run along there, which which basically fed those um, tobacco farms that run along the the valley. It's just such a beautiful place. You've got mountains either side of you, and this big broad valley that you drive down. Um, it, it probably doesn't matter what time of the year you go there. If you get a nice sunny day. It's absolutely spectacular. Mm. But my favourite time of the year to visit is autumn because there's a huge number of autumn trees all the way through that high country part of, of, the, of Victoria and especially through that Ovens Valley and then into that fantastic town of Bright. Mm. And in fact, to visit Bright in autumn, mate, is something that everyone should put on their bucket list thing to do because mm. the colours in autumn in April are just stunning. Yeah, it sounds fantastic, mate. It's a, this is a great road trip. You are right, mate. So where, where do we head from there? Well, yeah, look, in, in the town of Bright, that, mate, Bright is the festival town. Like, it is unbelievable. You, you'd be lucky to go there on any weekend of the year and not find some major event happening. Right? You know, and I mentioned the, in the autumn they have the Falling Leaf Festival. They have a big street parade. But when I was in the mini club, we were even lucky enough to participate in that. And uh, it's just such a fantastic thing. They shut the streets down, and all these various car clubs and, and, and marching bands and you name it. They all end up, you know, doing this parade down the street. But the standout for me, Doug, um, was uh, in November, they have the largest hot rod show in the Southern Hemisphere, mm. right, in Bright. And, and I spent a weekend down there and... Again, I'm a petrol head, you know, and I, mate, we just sat, me and my mate Neil, we just sat in, on the edge of the road, like literally in the gutter, 
and the cars just do their trolling up and down, up and down, up and down. And there would be, I think there was over a thousand, you know, modified vehicles in town that weekend. Mm. And um, uh, it's it's just ripheads heaven, you know. And the the workmanship that these guys and the money that they've spent on every manner of vehicle that you can think of, it, it's just awe-inspiring, and it's just a fantastic atmosphere. Mm. Absolutely, you know. But uh, mountain bike riding, oh, mate, it is the mecca. It is the mecca. Bright is the mecca of mountain bike riding in Australia, I think. Uh, they have mountain bike events on nearly every weekend. Um, and even road-going bike riding is a big deal. In fact, on the weekend, it's a little bit of a problem because it's pretty difficult when you're winding up the mountain, which we'll talk about in a minute, mm. you know, when you're sharing it with, with hordes of, of the bike riders. But by gee, there's some events being held down in Brighton. Like I say, nearly every weekend, there is something on. And in fact, it's hard to get accommodation in the town of Bright at certain times of the year. Mm. Um, and, and you'd really want to check and, and book ahead. You wouldn't want to just lob in there because if, if you lobbed in there when one of these major festivals was on, you, you'd, you'd be, you know, like that's how I know Wangaratta's so good because <laughs> the only place I could get accommodation was 50 kilometres away in Wangaratta when the Hot Rod Show was on. Mm. So, you know. But look, we've, um, we've used Bright as a starting point for our high country, our seven-day high country tours, since 1992, you know, I've probably stayed in Bright, you know, over 30 times over that time. And in fact, we stay in the, the Pine Valley Caravan Park, which is a top park. Yeah, right, okay. Which, uh, I didn't realise that, so I looked it up and mm. tied it to our little conversation. Oh, look at this. It's actually a top mm. park, and it really is a top park. And mm. we've, we've stayed there for over 30 years, and we mm. use that as a meeting point. And you'll probably have a chat about that later. Mm. But, um, but look, you know, I, I can't rave enough about Bright. It's got great cafes. It's got great, you know, pub meals. There's three or four really good pubs. I've eaten at all of them. They all do the best chicken parmy you can find. Yep. And, um, and you know, nice little boutique shops. There's a Christmas shop. There's a lolly shop. Um, it's, it's just a wonderful place to visit. Mm. But back on the road, uh, continue to head east, and, and not far out of Bright, we start to climb the mountain. And this is where she starts to get windy. Mm. And you do climb, mate. You you go from down around about 300 metres above sea level all the way up to Mount Hoffman, which is at 1,800 metres above sea level. Now, this is Australia's highest year-round accessible road. Right? That, was a, that was a comment I found on Wikipedia. Australia's highest year-round accessible road. Um, you do need to carry snow chains. Now, in Victoria, if you're travelling in winter, irrespective of what vehicle you're in, you've got to carry snow chains with you. It's a requirement by law. And if you can imagine, if you're driving up, and the road does get right up to 1,750 to 1,800 metres mm, high, mm. you know, you're in, you're in snow country. There is snow either side of that road unless the snow plough has been through, mm. you might find yourself trapped in it, you know. Yeah, right. Um, but the dead giveaway, mate, is in summer when you go up there are the orange posts. You know they put those orange posts along the edge of the Alpine Road? Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. That, that, yeah, that's so that when it snows, you can see the orange post mm. sticking out and you know that to keep to the right of it because if you go to the left of it, well, up there, <laughs> mate, you're off the edge of that 1,800-foot-high mountain. Yeah, oh, and, yeah uh, imagine that. And there are <laughs> some big drops, mate, mm. big drops. But, look, it's a sealed road all the way. This whole road is sealed and it does wind around and round and round and round. And, I, and um, you know, it's you get up right up to the top and you get above the tree line. 
So there is nothing in, in the way of your, your view. Um, one of the best lookouts is Denny's Lookout. It's right on the edge of the road, mm-hmm. big area to, 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 to park all the vehicles that are in your group if you've got a car club or something, mm-hmm. um, 1,700 metres high. You're looking to the north and to the northeast from there, uh, northwest from there, and that's just mountain fold after mountain fold after mountain fold as mm. far as you can see. Mm. And every different hue of blue that you can imagine as you know, as you look into those mountains off into the distance. Oh, it is just a, a mind blowing spectacular. And speaking of mind blowing stuff, I really love the names of some of the uh the lookouts and some of the mountains up there. You know, we've got Danny's lookout, uh, lookout named after Danny, of course. But you've got Mount Blowhard. Apparently, that was named after you. Yep. And then you've got Mount Baldy Hollow, which uh, lookout. I told you, well, I did tell me, you. I did, <laughs> I did tell you that we were everywhere, Vic. Anyway, <laughs> go on, keep going. <laughs> well, um, the other great thing about that is that um, if you look back to the west you can actually see Mount Buffalo. Mm. Now, just prior to getting into Bright, Mount Buffalo is only about a 20-minute diversion off the road, and you can drive right to the top of Mount Buffalo. Mm. And I've driven right to the very end of that road, but it does become dirt just for the last couple of days, up to a, a mountain called Mount Horn. Now, Mount Horn is over 1,700 metres high, and there's actually a, a uh, a steel ladder. You can walk up that steel ladder with a rail that you can hang on to, mm. and you can get right on the top of Mount Horn, which is a granite outcrop. And you then have a 360 degree view all over the Victorian Alps and all over the western part of of uh, of the western plains of Victoria. Yeah, right. And again, mate, like you know, if you pick the right day, you won't get a better view anywhere in the world than on top of Mount Horn. Mm. Um, Mount Hoffman, of course, huge, huge skiing location. I, I looked at the, um, I was looking at the webcams earlier. There's webcams, you know, up there and there's snow up there at the moment. Uh, not a lot of snow, but there's definitely snow up there. Um, and you know, people might listen to this a bit later than when we're broadcasting it right now. Mm. But, um, you know, it's, it's the major snow skiing area for, uh, Victoria and, um, it is perched at, at 1800 meters high. So, um, you know, there's some beautiful ski runs. I'm not a ski, as you can tell, because I wouldn't know a snow bunny from a snow frog. No, no me either. I'm good on those jet skis on the snow. Skidoos. Yeah. What are they? I've been on them, but yeah, uh, I'm not much of a ski. I, I become a big snowball very quickly. Yeah, that's mm. right. Mm. Well, look, the other thing is, mate, is that if you do the trip in summer, uh, no snow, unless, it, I mean, mind you, having said that, I can correct myself, because we've been up there on Christmas Eve and it snowed on us, you know. Mm. But normally, uh, normally you don't, but it's covered in wildflowers, yep. you know, and the beautiful button grass and the yellow daisies and the whites and the purples and the mauves. Oh, it's just beautiful. Now, they've had big bushfires go through that area over the years and you get, you, what you get now is um, lots and lots and lots of great big giant dead trees which, their trunks have all turned this beautiful white grey colour, mm. and uh, and that just makes a fantastic backdrop to the carpets of flowers that lay underneath them. So again, mate, I, I, I ran out of superlatives to talk about how beautiful this area is. Mm. Um, from Mount Hoffman, you go across the Dinner Plain, which is another big ski area, and it's got lots and lots of accommodation. And in fact, it's the jumping-off point for lots of fall driving. And again, in the summer months, we 
you know, we spend a lot of our time up there with our high country tours and Mount um, Mount Blue Rag, which is probably a half hour drive away from Mount Hopper, uh, onto the four drive track and then a half an hour to do about 5k because mm. you're in low range and you get right up the top of Mount Blue Rag, which you can actually see from Mount Hotham as you look to the south mm. uh, but that is one of the most uh, well known and most respected tracks in the high country is the, the track up to Mount Blue Rag mate. Mm. It's, it's, the, it's the epitome of, of the high country and we end all of our four drive trips after seven days you know, with that last drive up, up, up on top of Blue Rag until we mm. come out of Hotham. From Hotham there, we're going to wind down the road. Now, it's not as windy going down the other side. Spectacular driving, still spectacular scenery. And then you get down into the into the valleys, uh, down around the fantastic little town of Omeo. Uh, originally, you know, discovered with, with a bit of forestry stuff and then gold in the 1850s and there's the Chinese diggings and all that. Of course, the Chinese were very big on the gold mining uh, back in the 1850s, and you can still go around and see the Oriental camp and the Oriental diggings there. Um, but Omeo is a lovely town. Um, mm. I often stay in the little hotel, not little, really big hotel on the corner called the Golden Age Hotel, built back in about the 18, sorry, 1930s. Uh, beautiful place, and again, great, great chicken palmies down in the, in the bar for dinner, mm. you know, and um, it's just a lovely little town. They've got a beautiful park opposite that Golden Age Hotel to walk through, and uh, which has all been done up. Poor old Omeo's had a pretty rough time, you know. Like they've, they've been impacted by bushfires over the years. Um, they've had floods go through. In fact, there was a flood only went through there a few years ago, and there's photos in this park that I was talking about showing you where the flood level was from this tiny little creek mm. that runs through the park. And you, you just can't believe it, you know, and the, the damage it, it caused. Mm. Um, from Omeo, we turned south on the Great Alpine Way. And look, you've got about a two-hour drive. Again, this would be, again, uh, one of the most winding roads I've ever driven on as it follows the valley and the creek beds all the way down to the coast. Um, and it goes down through places like Swiss Creek, um, which is on the Tambo River. It passes through places that are called the Devil's Backbone, and then you go through Dead Horse Flat, and then you go through Hell's Gate. Oh, don't you just love these names? Jeez, they've got some names. Are they? Get, are they name something? Oh. <laughs> Believable. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And they're, they're all um, like Devil's Elbow is a sharp turn in the river. And the road is right beside the river, winding around the edge of it, mate. Devil's, Devil's Gate is, um, you know, two rocky outcrops where the water passes between it and the road squeezes through as well. So, you know, and, and they were named by the, the, uh, the gold prospectors and also the forestry guys that worked that area back in the 1800s. Mm. Um, it does bring you out at... Uh, at, at a little town called Bruthen, and then from Bruthen you can either head straight um, straight south, which is where the, the Great Alpine Road goes, and it goes to a place on the, the lake, on the King Lake, which is on Lake's entrance, to a little place called Meetung. Right now, people ask often say to me, "Where's Meetung?" And I say, "It's in me mouth. Where do you mm. think it is?" Mm. Anyway, keep going, oh, Vic. okay? You yeah, keep going, Vic. Mm. but yeah, and then of course, just north of that is is the 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 big tourist town of Lakes Entrance, right on the King Lake there, right on the ocean beach as well. And, mate, that is a mega town for tourists and, mm. and, and holiday makers, especially over the Christmas period. 
the Easter period and that. It, it's just a thriving metropolis, a beautiful spot with that beautiful lake right in front of you. All sorts of water sports, fishing, you, you name it. And, uh, mate, it, it is just a, a, a beautiful drive. It's a great alpine way. It, it rates up there. It's my number one drive for, for a road-going trip in Australia. That's a big statement from you because I think you would have done every road trip there is to do in Australia. Nobody does yeah. uh, would have done as many road trips as you, plus the fact it is your business and you can take you take people on those road trips as well and those yeah. off-road trips. Even your off-road trips are, are absolute epic. Um, so yeah. for, that's a big call for you to say that's your favourite. That's There's that noise again, Vic. And I don't yeah, know why I'm we yeah. don't know why we keep That's getting your that. Still trying to trying to get in touch with you. Oh, Probably yeah. telling you your car's ready. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sitting here looking at it. I'm actually, uh, like I said earlier, sitting out beside my van, looking at the car as well, yeah. and um, and doing, like we said, my very own road trip. And at the moment, well, you know, I love the Channel Country and all that oh, Diamantina yeah. area. And uh, mate, I've come through all of that. And uh, mate, I've been. You can imagine I've been. Very, very, I'm very, very happy about it. And um, well, I think one of my you know, one favorite of areas. Is, well, look, one of the best things that you've you've experienced already is just sitting there around your campfire at sunset and watching that golden glow on the horizon as the sun's gone down. Oh, beautiful! And mate. then the way the, the skies change colour, mm. and then you get all those stars that you never see in the city. Mm, mate, unbelievable! It's like it's it's like the sky's just been painted with stars. It's amazing, but. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. obviously the sun rises as well. Like that that picture I posted on our Facebook page of the sunrise at Kilcarra Station. I get up early, Vic. Um, oh, I'm going to say that actually really surprised me that, mm. that you would get up that early while you're on a little bit of a, a break because I know that you normally get up pretty early anyway. Mm, I don't. I, you know, I thought you you take the opportunity to sleep in, but you probably your, your body clock's telling you to wake up anyway, isn't well, it? I'm a foul, not an owl, Vic. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Just the way it is, and uh, no, what I, what it is, Vic, is I start drinking early and knock myself out, and then just <laughs> honestly. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, when you said you're a foul on an hour, do you get up and start crowing at the sunrise? No, or? I don't do that. But I've got you to tell you, I, I was very happy that I was up early the other morning, and I got that photo of and, and watched the yeah. sun come up over the lagoon at Kilcarra Station. It was just, you know, it's not something you get to do every day. So I was very happy to see that, nah. and we're only there nah, for the one well, night, so it was great. It's a beautiful spot, that, and in fact, only only today, mate, we were booking campsites right there because we've got a trip heading up there mm. um, in a couple of weeks' time that your mate Brad Bell's taking. Mm. So, well, you they know, won't, they won't be disappointed. We'll not be no, disappointed. No. In fact, I might have seen that photo, and so this is what you can expect to see at Kilcarra Station when you camp there in a few weeks. Well, mate, that's hey, a mate, fan- yep. Can, can I give you a little tip? You know, yes. when you when you head out of Mount Isa mm. and you get yeah, we've talked about that Corella Dam. Mm. When you when you head out of Mount Isa and you get across the little town of Camelwheel. That's right. Just as you get to the west of Camelwheel, you cross over the, the, the river there. Mm. If you turn off, as soon as you cross the bridge, there's a track on your left. If you turn left as you go over that bridge, all right, that'll take you down to a whole like two or three kilometres long of campsites all along that, that river there, mm. which is usually teeming with bird life. So, mm. and, um, and I know they've got phone service there. So, you know, here's a little tip from your little mate, Vic. I, I reckon that would be a great spot to do another radio program. Yeah, well, we can do that. I can tell you now, Vic, my mail is that there is a lot of people camp there right now waiting yeah. for the borders to open of the Northern Territory. So, um, oh, they would be too. Yeah, there's yeah. plenty of people mm. there from what my last... I, I was talking to a fellow the other day who said, look, there's at least 30 vans down in there. 
and they're all yeah. just they're all just waiting for the flag to drop so they can race into the Northern Territory. So, well, it's a long, long stretch along that river. There's plenty of room for you. Mm, yeah, and I um, check it out. and I highly recommend. It. And you see the Jabaroos down there, mm. um, you know, in the water, which is pretty special to see. You mm. know? No, I check that out. All right, mate. Well, a great road trip this week, Vic, and um, yep. the Alpine Way, an absolute cracker. I'm sure people listening to this will put that on the bucket list as well so uh, mate just on your own thing you've got uh, some trips uh, starting to um, open up with the border restrictions lifting and like we say depending yep. on when you are listening to this podcast as we're actually doing it while this is happening uh, mate any vacancies anywhere any trips that people might want to jump on yeah look mate we've got, with the opening of the uh, of the borders on that we've we've got um Trips going down from Lightning Ridge down the Darling to the Nindy Lakes, and then and then back to Willandra and, and over to Parks. We're going to do a tour in the of the big observatory there, the, um, you know the um, the big dish. Mm. And um, we've got another one where we stay at Trilby Station, Kilcarra Station, another station up near Quilpie, and then um, head out to Birdsville and do a day trip into the into the desert with the people. Yep. Come back through in a minka. That'll be a good one. That's at the end of end of uh, July. And uh, in August, your mate, my mate, Brad Bell, we, we've got a trip going across the Simpson Desert, if anyone's keen for that. Mm. you going so on that? In the middle of August. Uh, we've got a couple of vehicles booked on that. It'd be good if we got a couple more. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. And are you going on that yourself with Brad? or just... No, oh, no, mate, I've, I'm, I'm stuck back here. We've got lots and lots of work on at the Driver Training Centre. Like, it's just going off. Mm. Like, oh, we're we're working nearly every day at the Training Centre, which is just brilliant. Mm. Yeah. That, that is good because you've had to go through some pretty quiet times, a lot of bushfires <laughs> and coronaviruses. We've been shut down for six months, basically, with fires and coronavirus. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, we're... we're very pleased that things are getting busy, mate. Well, for anyone who wants to go on to those, any of those trips, you just go onto the website, 4wd.net.au, or simply just Google Great Divide Tours, and you certainly won't uh, be disappointed. And that trip across the Simpson, if you get to travel with Brad Bell, who is the proprietor of Outback Signs, who uh, we have a great relationship with, Brad and Min, but if you get to go along on a trip with Brad, he's certainly very, very professional. You won't... I don't think you're getting better than him. He's 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 very very. All your all your guides are good, but Brad, I just know how passionate he is about you know travelling Australia Mate, as well. He loves it. He's a great asset to my business, and mm. um, you know, he's, yeah, considering he's, uh, he has he's, his he's own to run. Yeah, considering oh, it's, exactly. it's amazing. I don't know how you've jagged him or what you've done to him. <laughs> Or what you have on him, well, but anyway, <laughs> it's pretty good. What would you rather do, mate? Put stickers on your car or get, or mm. get paid to lead people across the Simpson Desert. Yeah, I, I mean, know. it's pretty easy, isn't it? Oh, well. <laughs> All right, 4wd.net.au is the website, or simply just Google Great Divide Tours, and uh, and you'll find all the details there. Thanks, Victor. We'll do this again next week. Yeah. Yeah, you're going, mate. We'll find somewhere else that's second best on the list. Yeah, that's it. Well done, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, that what a, a fantastic road trip this weekend. Doesn't pick no stuff. All right, one second, and we'll be right back with Michelle Hansen. And as she does most weeks, if we can find her, Michelle Hansen joins us from Top Parks. Don't forget to go to that website, topparks.com.au. Almost 300 parks, caravan parks around Australia, and as Top parks say uh, they have more parks in more places, and it's uh, and that's a fact. Go on that website and have a look. There are stacks of them just about everywhere to cater for every type of break, holiday, getaway, you name it. 
top parks have the accommodation option for you. And also, have a look at that G'day Rewards uh, program. It's an absolute cracker. Get onto that, join up with that, and you get discounts not only at top parks and discovery parks, but you'll also find discounts with their partners, people like the good guys and the like, and, uh, and you'll pick up a few deals around the place. This week's road trip with Vic has been all about the Great Alpine Way, from basically Wangaratta through Bright down to Lake Entrance, and there's a stack of uh, top parks in that region, as you would expect. Michelle Hansen is going to join me now to talk about uh, one or two of those. Michelle, good day. Well, good day. How you doing? I'm going all right. And uh, look, it's a great part of the world down there, especially around spring, autumn, that sort of time, even summertime, winter time. Well, it's hello. It's very, very icy. But uh, you've got some good parks down there. We do. We ha- there's a lot in that region um, due to the fact that it's really popular. Everybody loves it. And- got a bit of everything for everybody as we sort of say all the time you can if you go somewhere you'll find something that suits you yeah exactly right and accommodation options as well and as we say on this particular podcast you don't necessarily need to have the caravan or the four-wheel drive to enjoy a road trip if you want to accommodate yourself in one of the many cabins around the place in these parks you won't be disappointed jump in the car hop on your motorbike even if you push bike if you're fit and go and do a road trip. <laughs> what That's about, it, yeah, it's a, there'll be definitely no push bike for me. No, and me either. So well, let's talk about <laughs> you. We're talking about a couple of parks, uh, I think, aren't we? And which which ones would you yeah, rec- which so, ones would you well, suggest? Sort of, if we were talking about um, the Bright area, there we've got a couple of parks sort of right in Bright. Mm. So you've got Bright Pine Valley, sort of speaks for itself, and then we've got Paul Punker Pines. Mm. And as well there, and they're both uh, spectacular locations. I mean, everywhere in that region is. One of our um, park owners actually sent me a photo the other day. She was in Bright, and it's just amazing. The colours, you know, with going into the winter colours down there, it's a photographer's delight. Yeah, oh, definitely. And Vic's just explained what it looks like (laughs) down there and what you can expect just driving through that region. Uh, it certainly is a um, a great part of of, uh, of Australia down there. Um, so the yeah. top park is bright, and like we say, and that's great because friendly, friendly, and that's the Bright Pine Valley Tourist Park, is it? It is. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's sort of in Bright. Yep. Itself, and then Porpunka Pines, which is an awesome name. It's taken me a very long time to wrap my tongue around that one. Yeah, just say that is, three is times a- quickly. Yeah, poor punker, poor punker, poor punker. There you go, nailed it. Yeah, well, there's plenty um, on... Yeah, sorry. It's about 4Ks out. Yeah, right. Now, well, there's so, plenty on offer in that area. The one you're talking about uh, has a couple of swimming pools there now as well. At the, um, it does. Yeah, that bright park. And fantastic cabin accommodation and nice shady spots to park your van in and camp. Um, plenty to see, plenty to do in the actual area. There's a kid's playground there as well. And, of course, a jumping pillow. There is. And the other thing that they do there is um, they're big on bush bikes yep. at Bright Pine Valley. So, you know, they do a lot of bikes up and that sort of thing. There's always sort of something to do. They have a workshop there where there's bits and pieces and it's amazing. Yep. All right. So there's that one. So uh, where, what's, and the other is, uh, what, the other one you mentioned, that's it? Yep. So they're the two that are in Bright itself. Yep. But if you're doing that trek, just jump on the website and you can search by the region. As well, yeah, that's right. And you'll definitely, you'll definitely find um, sort of something there that suits. It's just amazing. You could, you can't go wrong with mm. any of those. No, that's right. And uh, and and as we say, we 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 spoke about how bright is a certain is a must do place to uh, 
to stop off at. And uh, look, the thing I like about it is, um, like all top parks, very friendly managers, easy, you know, very hospitable people, and um, they certainly uh, will look after you down there. And even a great place if you want to pop into one of those parks just to relax. Um, That's it, yeah. To, like, so Myrtleford's not far away. It's on that sort of trek through, mm. and it's just a spectacular little park on its own. You know, there's just – you can't go wrong. Just pick a spot and do, do as Vic says, every week, do a road trip. Have a go. That's it. If you want to book yourself into that Bright Pine Valley Tourist Caravan Park, you can do that. Give them a call. They've got deals on all the time, one 800 That's 1-800-069-091. Or do what we usually do, and that is, of course, just Google um, Top Parks. Once you do that, uh, you certainly won't be disappointed because you'll see the parks are absolutely everywhere, and they certainly uh, have a lot to offer. And, uh, look, there are parks, more parks in more places. That's why we say it. That's so, it, yeah. yeah. So jump on the deals pages with any of those, yep. um, and you'll see you know, a lot of the parks right around the country at the moment have got um, Kids Stay Free, Day three, pay two, and day seven, pay five deals on both sites and cabins, sort of. So you'll find something that will fit, and um, that'll work really well. So just jump on the Top Parks page, go to the Freedom Deals, and away you go. All right, good stuff. And just jump to that website again, topparks.com.au, and uh, you won't be disappointed. Michelle, we'll have a chat next time. Well, yes, and guess what? I'm doing my own road trip. I leave next Sunday the 11th, and no, Saturday the 11th. Yep. I'm doing Coffs Harbour to Cairns. Oh, how good is that? So, we'll have to check you out while you're days, on there. So I'll be able to let everybody know where I'm staying and mm. how that's going. So that should be good fun as well. And if you do own a pub on that road trip, you'll be uh, laughing because you're, yes, you're, 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 <laughs> your income is about to get an increase. <laughs> All right, well done. We'll chat okay, next time. thanks, Pete. All okay, right. There, okay, fine. There she is. That's Michelle Hanson from Top Parks. And don't forget, uh, check out that website, topparks.com.au. If you want to be a part of this podcast or you want to send us a uh, send us a location yourself on one of your own road trips, certainly you can do that. Just go to bluecollarmedia.com.au and click on Email the Duck. But that is the podcast for this week, Road Trips Australia. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back to do it again next week while I'm on my very own road trip right now for the next oh, seven or eight weeks, which is an absolute cracker. And uh, we'll obviously talk about that here as well as on our camping and off-road radio show. But until next time, we are out of here and uh, jump in the car and continue our road trip. If you happen to see me somewhere on the road, make sure you come up and say good day. West on the road with no address when you're out on highway number one.